Single Simulcast is about a lot of things. This podcast may make you laugh, cry, or pound your fists into your desk. If you hear something you like or something you don't, email us at singlesimulcast at gmail.com. One. Single. Simulcast. Um, so I was watching, I watched Bill and Ted Faces the Music uh, last mm-hmm. night. I bought the entire trilogy. So that's Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, and mm-hmm. then uh, Bill and Ted Faces the Music. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure uh, still holds up just as well as it did back in 1986. I mean, both. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey do have uh, unnecessary pejoratives in it. They do say fag um, uh, in both of them, and it's completely unnecessary, but it's like 86. Right. It's one of those, like, yeah, if they didn't, I'd honestly be surprised. Like, yeah. I, I think in, like, since the last time I've been on here, I've started two new podcasts. Um, really? Tell me yeah. more. One of them is on reviewing movies, um, which is the one that I was thinking of just now. <laughs> like, the more I go down that list, like we just got to Goodfellas, and mm-hmm. I am so nervous right now. Like, we have a <laughs> we have a policy. We have a policy that's like, if there's more than three racial slurs in a movie, we we like cut that whole movie, and oh, we wow. go to like, and we go to whatever like group was slurred against and we pick one of their movies and we review that one instead okay yeah um, um let me which see. means we don't have to watch anything by quentin tarantino ever. i was gonna say so, quentin tarantino says nigger like yep. he's, like he's black <laughs> it is the most wild thing and he's so excited to do it too and also it doesn't work he also i believe in pulp fiction he is one of the people who says it on camera and i'm like this is a little like this feels weird because you, you wrote you wrote this. yourself into this scene like you literally wrote this whole thing where you get to say dead nigger storage like yeah. this huge grin on your face and i'm just sitting here like wait but but this this that's not how you get a pass like that's not how that happens it's not that, that's not how that works and even more than that just passes don't really be getting handed out. That's not a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he thought or when he thought this was okay. But honestly, I've like hated all of his movies anyway. So like, it's easy for me to like not do that. Like, it's fine. I'm like, ah. like we we did Pulp Fiction, and honestly, it got so grating that I I literally I didn't I don't think I even mentioned this on my show. I straight up like I watched it on mute because I wanted to see if anything visual happened. Mm-hmm. No, nothing visually interesting even happened. I was bored as hell the whole movie. No, if you, it, the, 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 um, the script is actually what pops in that movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Visually, it's dark. It, it doesn't really stand out. I mean, there's the scene where John Travolta and Uma Thurman are, are dancing. Yeah, that but was Other fun. than that, there's not really anything where you would need sound. Like, you can literally just sit there and read lips and and a riff track would actually be great for something like pulp fiction because they are talking so quickly and and in such 
goofy situations that you'd be like, okay, this will work. Uh, but what's your review show called, and what do y'all actually uh, what what do y'all do? It's called Wannabe Film Buffs, and we uh we are going down the IMDb top two fifty. Oh, okay. Um, which is it? Uh, oh. <laughs> it's really depressing. It's like we just hit the Matrix and it just like it okay. The Matrix one was like passively fine, but only only if you imagine that instead of him realizing he's the one he figured out that racism exists, it makes <laughs> that whole sequence wherein he figures out what the Matrix is so much more interesting. And all of a sudden, he just starts saying numbers. <laughs> like, at a certain point, he's like, he's saying, like, when he's like, uh, like, they're downloading information into his head. Like, there's that sequence where he's like, I know Kung Fu. And I figured the line would be better if it was, I know why the cage bird sings. It's just, it's, it's a better, like, it's a better scene. Like, it's a whole better movie if they go that route. But, well, <laughs> they yeah. went with the... Uh, this weird philosophy thing that didn't make any fucking sense. And God when you really it. look at it from the aspect of they just completely jacked that entire first script from a black woman and then decided mm. to flip it for the next two uh, movies, it really does make a lot more sense why it doesn't make sense. Why those, Why the first movie is like this and then the next two movies are just like, war! <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's the whole thing... I also I I just I don't think it needs a fourth movie. I don't know why I don't know who asked them for this. I don't I uh 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 and I want to support other trans people. I do. I simply this is just not it. Like yeah. I honestly what what should be done for them is bring back Sensate because Sensate was great. Like That's what and, I heard. Yeah, Sense8 was great, and they were behind that. It had a lot of good representation of things, and it was actually interesting. Um, and it was a way that their weird philo focus on philosophy actually, like, was fine. I don't know. F movies where it's, like, just a philosophy student's, like, first year, and mm. he told them after that first year to write a script. Like, it just... I. Like, I hate movies like that so much. I hate any piece of media that is like that because it just, with the with the noted exception of The Good Place, because that was actually interesting and yeah. comedic and done correctly. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Some of my friends have written things that are like that and I just, it, it's not, it's not, <laughs> it's, that's not it. But it was also every single time, it was their first piece. Like, it was their first piece that did that because they're like, I want to talk about these big things. And I'm like, okay, girl, go ahead. Shit, talk about them big things. Go right ahead. Um, enjoy yourself, I guess. And they did, but they also learned the actual craft of making things during that. And then they go on to make something that's actually interesting after that. So it works out, you know? <laughs> so how far are y'all, like you said, you're on the Matrix. What number is that on the list? I think... I think it's, oh God, I don't remember. Give me one sec. I will, I will pull up the list. It's like, it's bookmarked on my phone. This won't take me long. Um, no problem whatsoever. I am all in. Go for it. Yeah. Um, um, we got to the Matrix, the next one, or we, well, the other thing too is that every time we get to a movie that is a series, mm -hmm. we, uh, we stop and watch the entirety of the series. 
The whole oh, thing. No. Mm. No. And I'm saying, oh no, not because of the Matrix, but more because of the Godfather. Like, oh no. Mm-hmm. The Godfather. <laughs> uh, like, okay, listen. If anybody wants to go back and listen to my opinions on the Godfather, I can save you some time right now. No, all of them movies was trash. Every, all three of them, all of them were dog shit terrible. <sighs> I hate mafia movies so much. They're <laughs> they're so dumb. Like, they're so dumb. Also, if I had instituted that policy, we wouldn't have watched the trilogy. Like, if I'd instituted that policy earlier, we straight up wouldn't have watched that trilogy. But Shawshank Redemption, I fuck with. That was a good movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shawshank yeah, was, was great. Good. Yeah, that one was real good. Shawshank um, was awesome, but I have the Godfather trilogy, and I can tell you, I it was a struggle to get through part one, and mm-hmm. I don't think I've watched part two or part three yet. The real problem, they're too long. They're so yeah. long. It is. That's, that's the same problem. I, wait till you get to the Lord of the Rings, because I know the. Oh, one we already did be. that one. We already oh did all three of those. Goodness. That was fine for me because that that was our first episode where we had a guest, and our guest was our uh, best friend who is unofficially a a Lord of the Rings scholar. Um, wow. <laughs> she's so funny and very like she gets very very passionate about these things. Also, we got to drunk watch um one of them, which was great. Uh, I think it was the first one. Yeah, it was fellowship because there was that weird like early 2000s bit where like Frodo was like half or yeah, where Frodo was half dead and like Elrond just sort of fading into like a white background. It was the most it was the most early 2000s graphic I had ever seen. We had to pause the movie because we were laughing so hard. It was very oof. Oh, the the editing. They had a giant budget for that movie. And that editing, that one piece of editing was so bad. <laughs> I just, I don't understand. It's like they, it's, it's like, it's like they did, no one read any notes on that scene. We're like, it's fine. He's in a dream sequence. It's okay. I'm like, why does this look like look like the advertisement for pure moods why like that's not (laughs) actually that's shade to pure moods because that had better that had better graphics in it on that on that one scene though um so uh the matrix was 16 so we're on 16 uh or well i guess we're now on 17 but um yeah we uh the matrix one has not come out yet on uh on the actual feed more because i don't know my co-host got a job and it's just like impossible to like schedule the time correctly yeah Uh, so i wanted to build up a back catalog so all of the matrix will be coming up pretty soon on that show oh god i oh (laughs) i like it just it was so oh it was such a such a slug to get through like uh star wars was also kind of like that for me but at least with that when i uncovered like childhood trauma for me like okay um the, <laughs> i was four when my uncle tried to show me the first movie um not remembering that there is a scene where there are two on fire dead bodies just in front of his in front of Luke's his house, his house yeah <laughs> Yeah, and like, but now, mind you, I would, they, they don't look super real now, right? Like, at, at this age, at age 30, they don't look that real to me. Yeah. 
But at age four, I <laughs> could not handle it. And I said sort of fuck any movie about space after that. Like just all of them. All of them. Every single one. I'm like, nope. Movies about space contain dead bodies and I'm not here for it. Like so, just for some reason. So that means you missed out on the wonder that is the fifth element. No, I saw that one. See, here's the thing. I also forgot that that was my rule. And I forget that a lot. And the fifth element I loved. Like, Ruby Rod informed a lot of my personality. Like, let's be completely real. (laughs) I was going to say, Ruby Rod is, like, that person. Like, yo. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Whole lot of non-binary people figured out their gender identity because of Ruby Rod. I'm just... I'm just deciding that that's real. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> but <laughs> I, you know what? I can't even argue it. I'm pretty certain that you're absolutely correct. Yeah. Um, basically that and like Christina Aguilera with Mulan's um, with Mulan's reflection. Like basically those were the two songs that just sort of made a bunch of people come out. That That's it. Just those two. Also, hi. Hey. Hey, Shante. Hey, sorry, I'm like... You're okay. <laughs> How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Oh, it's been a minute. It's been a yeah. minute, y'all. <laughs> Single simulcast episode three seventy one. I gotta stop calling out numbers. Like, yo, I'm not even. <laughs> gosh, at this juncture, I think I'm just pulling them out of midair and just hoping when I get back around to typing out the episode that I'm right. But um. <laughs> I'm 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 Derek, and and as usual, I'm joined by uh, my trusted, beloved right hand, the 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 true heart of the show, Shante herself. Um, episode three seventy. See, told you so. Um, and we are also joined today by the one, the only, the uh, uh, splendiferous, the the ultra talented <laughs> JV. JV, go ahead and tell them something about yourself. Tell them something about your shows. That includes the other ones you didn't get to talk about because we were oh, talking yeah. about the movie review show. The floor oh. is yours. All right. So, um, I, hi, everyone. Maybe you guys remember me from a pre- from the previous from previous times that I've been here. It's been a minute. I, I've done a lot of weird things since then. Also, the world has just gone to crap since then. So there's that. Hopefully everyone's doing fine, uh, as fine as we can be in the because of all of this nonsense. Um, I <laughs> does anybody do y'all remember Miss Cleo? Yeah, call okay. me now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, call me now for your free reading. <laughs> I love I love the commercial that she had where she literally like cannot hold on to her fake accent. Who's the baby's daddy? Call me now. <laughs> yes. So because I watched um one video of um a drag queen uh performing a song written about Miss Cleo. Um it's called the Miss Cleo song, sort of aptly named. Um, and it just got me thinking, I should, I, I've got tarot cards. They're literally sitting right here um, in my little studio here. And I started reading tarot for my friends, which is the other show that I started, uh, which is JV Reads the Tea. Oh. Uh, yeah. The tea standing for tarot, of course. Right. Um yeah, soup's fun. Um, those are the, those are my like 
two main shows. I've like been focusing more on acting as well, but that's pretty much it. Just uh, wannabe film buffs and JV reads the tea. And JV reads the tea was like a weird decision I made at like four o'clock in the morning one day, and here it is. It's that's happening. Best ideas come at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, mm. Charte, I, I just want to uh-huh. point out that um, yeah, I kind of uh farmed you out to other shows like i kind of suggested you as hey <laughs> yeah. if y'all need a if y'all need a co-host for this and i tagged you in the post but hey if y'all need a co-host there's somebody's perfect for this and jv i'm gonna do it a fucking again because shante is the tarot queen oh ah uh, yes the world gets smaller and smaller that's um, wonderful. Oh my god! The, see, I might need to, I might need to call you because so, sometimes on these readings, what winds up happening for me is that I have absolutely no fucking clue what these cards are trying to tell me, but it seems serious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, sure. <laughs> it's like the the towers come up, and it's oh, like this that is hat. this is bad, but I don't get it. <laughs> you see, here's the thing. That has happened. The tower came up, I think it was two readings ago, and I was just sitting there like, uh, I don't know what to tell you about this. I know that's not probably great. Um, it, was, it wasn't in the future spot. It was in the present spot. So I figured like, mm. okay, they're aware this is happening. And actually for that person, I was able to point out like what it was, but they also knew it was like pretty immediate. Um, we, we were okay. all quite aware of what was happening. It was very okay. clear. Okay. And right, so you said you're you're reading for your friends. So you're yeah. so each episode is it like your friends coming? You know, like they're like the spotlight of the show, basically with their question. Yep. For, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Various uh various podcasters is what it's currently been, but I'm sure it'll be other people as time goes on. Um, honestly, it was because my very first show was uh called um. Oh my God, why did I just space on it? All oh, right, uh, uh, In The Mix was the name of my first show. And that, I got to interview people on that and that was so much fun. And I missed interviewing people. I missed talking to people like, sure. like just regularly, you know what I mean? Like, so that was, uh, that was the, a, a way in which I could get back to that sort of interviewee type thing, but also focus it on something kind of also fun and interesting and also we just bring it to locations that it's that the conversations just sort of go all over the place and it's right insane and just oof like i i believe in the episode that comes out on tuesday um it gets i don't know it brought up like family things that were like oh, <laughs> that okay. were like pretty serious and i was like oh um Okay, I uh, like it was one of those. I have a, I have a, a, um, a degree in like in uh, psychology and counseling. Uh-huh. So I was able to sort of like turn that on really quick and be like, "All right, I think I understand what's happening here." And I think the way to and I was like, "What? Where did like, I wasn't expecting to be a therapist today? That wasn't it." Oh, wow. um, but no one got like super emotional or anything. It was just a like. Now this is what the situation is. The cards like just dug into your last therapy appointment. Sorry. Um, 
I don't know. These ones are super accurate, and I like them a lot. They're well. That's cool. That's so cool. So, do when you when you're reading and stuff, do you just have like your one go to deck? Are you using multiple decks, like well, a different for different readings and stuff, or is it just like kind of based on the question? Like, I use the same ones each time, but I do use two of them. They're both these two: the uh, Wild Unknown and the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit. Well, yeah, they just I, go I, nice together. Yeah, I, I like I like using like uh, at times like a, a tarot deck and an oracle deck together, and those are I mean obviously those are made by the same person, and those are those are I don't have wild unknown the tarot, but I have the animal spirit deck, and they're both yeah they're they're good decks. Lots of people they're like so, those too. They're so pretty, honestly. They're mm -hmm. just pretty. Like that, that was I got them because they were pretty, and they've just been like scarily accurate ever since. I'm like right. okay, this feels good. No, but that's a, that's a good thing, though. The worst thing, I think, is, like, getting a tarot deck because other people think it's, the, like, other you've heard other people really like that deck, but you're not moved by it when you look at it. You don't want to pick it up. You don't want to touch it. Like, that's, you're not going to get to know the deck if you don't, like, love it. Like, if you don't care about it, if you don't look at it and just think, like, man, you're really awesome. I really like you. And then, you know, you, you ask questions and, and read with it and everything. So that's great. Yeah, yeah, it it it's it hasn't been inaccurate since I got it, which is utterly insane. Um, just just giving me like the thick, like I don't know. There was um for one of the previous recordings. It's funny actually because it the reading was like almost accurate, but not like it wasn't quite on it. But mm -hmm. um, that call also got dropped and completely disconnected, and the recording was lost. Oh, wow. So it was almost like the universe saying, listen, I, the reading's not supposed to be today. The reading's supposed to be in a few right. days. And um, this reading will be, will come up again when it's actually important to the point where the cards just go fuck up somebody's internet, which I mean, I don't know. <laughs> um, just, I don't know. I like to talk to them like they're, uh, I, 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 um, I, I gave them names and the names that they have are, uh, Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera. Hmm, that's, that's great. Like, yeah, that's, that's great. That's, yeah. Yeah. Named them after uh, two my two my favorite uh, two of my favorite uh, trans women of color of all time. That is awesome. That is that's awesome. I mean, however you however one can connect to the deck and connect to to reading is is just great that's awesome mm -hmm. yeah i also always have the books here the books are literally always right here because i i need them desperately um no and that's per no and that's perfectly fine i'm in like you know yeah. different tarot groups and stuff mm -hmm. on facebook and you always come across people who are just now starting to learn and one of the things that they constantly say is you know how long does it take until i memorize all the meanings and you know <laughs> i want to get off the book and it's kind of just like look the book is there it's okay. You don't have to be, well, one, you don't have to be perfect. And it's a, it's 78 cards with mm -hmm. their own meanings and not only their own meanings, but I mean, a car, you know, a card that means one thing and maybe a money reading isn't necessarily going to mean the same thing in a love reading, isn't going to necessarily mean the same thing in a family reading. So mm -hmm. it's okay that you have the book. Like maybe oh, yeah. in 30 or 40 years, maybe you'll be off book. But if you're still <laughs> on book, that's fine too. It's okay. 
I will never be off book because I don't have a, I don't have the ability to memorize this. But also, I don't want to be because when I look at these things, I will occasionally focus on like my eyes will just immediately focus on exactly one word on that page, even mm-hmm, if it's mm-hmm. not like the overall theme of the card. It's right. whatever sentence is attached to that one word in that explanation. I'm like, oh, this is it. This is how this ties into the rest of this read. Like, yeah. that's also assuming the reading is actually tying it itself together and not just complimenting people, which it did one time. Which, <laughs> I was like, girl, you got your shit together. Okay. Uh, like, oh, all right. I don't. I guess you don't need this reading, but well, you're doing great. You got your shit together. Um, good luck getting that new apartment. I don't know. I, I don't really know what you want me to tell you other than go forth and prosper. Ooh. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been a it's been a fun time so far. Um, I do my editing is for that show is less intense than. Mm any of my other ones but I actually do with that one have to review every single second of audio which is a nightmare um (laughs) which is an absolute nightmare but it's fine um I I just uh, I love it so much I love uh sorry I love being able to uh to just sit down and sort of have those conversations and uh you know do those fun things they're always great that is great. JV reads the tea. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. And I got a dear friend of mine who was the first guest actually on that uh, to design the logo, which I drew the image that's in the center um, because, I don't know, I just felt like it and was bored one day and did it on, on a Twitter live. Uh, so, and then he looked at it and was like, I, I need to fix this for you. Uh, so oh. <laughs> that, moment, that moment where your graphic designer friend is like, no, actually, that's not the image. That's not what it needs to be. When your graphic designer friend looks at it and says, are you ashamed? I feel ashamed. Are you ashamed? <laughs> We're ashamed, right? Like, literally was like that too. Oh my God. Uh, tell but, me how you're feeling right now because I just want to make sure we're on the same boat here. I'm this did you was this final final dream you meant right. to, like, uh, to do this on purpose oh oh <laughs> like, this could be 20 times better than it is and let <laughs> me just pull this from your website and i will uh, <laughs> correct this and you know I'll like to be nice and good <laughs> like, and it just came back to me it was absolutely perfect i was like yeah, no, this is why you, like, have a graphic, this is why, like, I'm not really for, like, collecting specific people, but simultaneously, um, <laughs> this is why you keep a graphic designer as a friend, a musician as a friend, a person who, like, knows medicine for some reason, just that person, you keep that one as a friend, mm-hmm. have a lawyer as a friend, because they will always be able to back you up if you got legal questions, which I also feel like I need to apologize to them, because, whoo, I have been just, just tweeting up a storm about various legal things and being like my law friend told me this and like (laughs) they're not like i i'm not joking they did tell me that but also maybe i shouldn't necessarily like like i i just 
I probably shouldn't tag them in that. I'm gonna not tag them in those anymore, uh, just because. But you know, Whew. so Shantae, the second thing that I've uh, kind of roped you into is one mm-hmm. of my uh, actually a friend of the show, uh, Christina. She's the uh, Duchess of Soapshire. Uh, she wants to start up a podcast um, where she talks about beauty tips and makeup and things of that nature. And I was like, I know a nigga. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't Um, even I know somebody who shut up. I know a nigga. Because (laughs) between you and Ace, y'all are two of the most knowledgeable people I know when it comes to uh, makeup and all things uh, makeup and 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 other stuff that has to do with makeup. Um, you did the uh, Birmingham red lipstick, and and she did lithium and lashes. So I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, even if she, even if Christina doesn't put together a podcast at some juncture, and I've been telling you this, at some yes, juncture, you you're gonna have to do a fucking podcast about makeup and about style and all that kind of stuff because. We're living in a time right now where while it's a fucked up time, it's like, what a time to be alive. You know, you can actually go out and talk about whatever it is you want to talk about and you can research whatever it is you want to research literally in the world. It's at your fingertips. And the way that the world is going right now, I don't know if that's going to (laughs) last. So You ain't wrong. So so now's the time. (laughs) <laughs> to really strike while the iron is hot and really just pursue these other uh, goals or, or 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 dreams that you may have, and and I'm fully here. I mean, I don't know much about makeup, but I will fucking learn because it's interesting. And why not? So if you I, ever need me to come on and be like, "That's dope," I'll, I'll be your <laughs> "That's dope" person. Like. I, I know I personally would need that just generally. Like, I just, I've been doing, I don't know. I've been doing my makeup now for about 10 years, maybe mm-hmm. a little longer. Um, actually, yeah, no, a little bit longer. It's been more like 11 or 12 at this point, whatever. Um, that is, I've been doing it well for about 10 years. That's sort of, that's the thing I'll leave it at. I've been doing it sort of well for about 10 years. But, like, it. I don't know. I could use it to, like, have people generally tell me how to avoid me getting the random idea to like dye and color one eyebrow. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you like on the video right now, y'all, I have exactly like the tail end of this eyebrow. uh, Like I, I bleached it, which I wasn't supposed to do, but well, fuck it it's quarantine i did it anyway um and it's dyed the same blue as my hair so which is dope thank you see that's how i did that see, see how i jumped <laughs> in and said that's dope see I'm good. <laughs> it it matches my shirt and i need to tell y'all that was not what i planned when i was I gonna ask this morning i was gonna ask but i didn't want to be nosy no, I didn't plan that when i got up this morning i just grabbed the nearest shirt that was clean and well well, it looks fetch as fuck. By the way, is Red Wing still popping off? So, no. Um, and there's, uh, uh, oh dear. Um, well, things happened, and it was, it 
it was wild. Uh, um, I I sort of wound up having to end the show back in October of last year. Okay, okay. Along with deleting that previous Twitter account and a bunch of other things. To be abundantly clear, I did not necessarily get canceled. What I did get was harassed a whole bunch for about 48 hours. Now, at that point, it just sort of made sense to me to be like, you know what? This community that seems to enjoy popping off at me right this exact moment, I don't need to be in it. I can just sort of leave. And then I did. I made it sound a lot more cheery than it actually was. It was actually quite traumatizing, but yeah. um, as one can imagine, but I, I'm... I'm good now. Um, I'm good now. It took about okay. six months, but I got I got got clear of everything. It's all good. Um, just a little. Uh, Are I, you okay? Oh, I'm fine. It was a wild misunderstanding of you like a are. single tweet that I made mm-hmm. <laughs> that led to a lot of people being very angry very quickly, um, which. I don't know. Felt very weird considering <clears throat> a lot of the people who didn't quite understand the tweet are also people who know me incredibly well and would know that I wouldn't have meant it in the way that it sounded. Mm-hmm. So it was just a little weird, just a little odd, whatever. Also dealing with a lot of white people there, so I'm not really surprised that they just reacted as if I had said something completely terrible despite the fact that I'm a good human being and wouldn't have done that anyway. Whatever, fine. Um. So the, the, the shorter answer to all that is, no, I had to end it. It was not voluntary, <laughs> but it ended. <laughs> um, but it ended, and it ended kind of abruptly, but I also then realized after the fact that, like, the spot that it ended in was really good to end it. Like, it was mm. good to end there, and that part of the story was a really good ending, so. Okay. Yeah, and it honestly was a better ending than the one I actually wrote for the third season. Okay. Which is available in case people want to read that. That is available. Um, if you go to the last sort of post that I made on um, <clears throat> the last post I made on the Red Wing feed, it has a link to where people can read the scripts that I wrote for the third season. Um, the third season that won't happen, but you can read it and imagine what people would sound like. It's wonderful. And I also included notes about sound effects, too. So you can imagine those as well. It's quite fun. Oh, man. I, I felt bad more because I got, I had, like, started sending it, like, sending that script out to a bunch of people. And mm-hmm. then all of the shit happened. I was like, oh, boy. I can't use any of the lines that you're going to send me, so don't record them. Um, sorry. Ah. Um, which was, yeah. Well, that was, it is what it is. Things happen. It's yeah. fine. That's Everything dope. Is good. It's mm-hmm. not dope, but there's a well, yeah. more. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that that happened, to be completely honest with you, but I'm glad that you're okay. Thank um, you. I'm, I'm glad, too. It was touch and go for a minute there, but hey. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I finally got back to writing things, too, which happened literally yesterday for the first time in about 11 months, so. Good. We're doing good. Everything. Good. Yeah. Ha. Huh. Yay, so, my therapist would be very proud. <laughs> uh, I, I still miss my therapist. So, I don't know where all these people came from, where y'all get the nerve. I don't, let's, let's just put it like that. I think that's the best way to put this. I don't, I don't know where y'all get the goddamn nerve. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the goddamn, the goddamn nerve. Like, like just the, the fucking temerity 
the 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 unmitigated gall, the 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 the, the courage, the 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 strength. Like I don't I am so disappointed in you fuckers right now. Like honestly, like oh my god, Shante. See? Yeah. Yeah. Disappointed in you too. Cause apparently Ooh. all y'all, this includes you and you, J V. This includes all y'all motherfuckers. I'm disappointed that y'all y'all did not support the Mexican the Mexican pizza at Taco Bell to the point where they're taking it off the menu. What the fuck, people? You had one job. In my defense, the nearest Taco Bell to me is 45 minutes away. Um, you are so lucky. And I don't like. And I don't. And I don't fuck with Taco Bell like that. Like nobody I don't fuck fucks with Taco Bell like that. But like, you had I, one. Taco. Taco Bell is down is down my street and I and I still don't fuck with it like that. So I mean I, I apologize for something that I didn't do. Hey, 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 do not not all men me. <laughs> I can't breathe. Shantae, you literally just not all you literally just not all Taco Belled me. I am I, I, that, I just said I don't do it, but I apologize. <laughs> Hey, it wasn't me, but on behalf of me, I apologize. <laughs> Look, people, come together right now and 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 just ask forgiveness. Somehow, the one thing that's actually good on the Taco Bell menu is going away. It like the thing that I've been eating oh, since I was like six is going away. The only thing that's good, and yes, yes, I'll give it to you. Yes, they did fucking murk the shit out of the Mexican pizza over the years. Yes, mm. it did used to be much bigger. Yes, it did used to have mm. olives on the top of it. Yes, it did used to taste like actual food. Mm. But fuck you anyway, because <laughs> I want it. Like, there's no way that you can take this away from me and leave me with those greasy ass chalupas. What the fuck ah! is wrong with you? Not the chalupas. No, I, I mean, I know. And I am surprised that they're taking it off the menu. Yeah. And after seeing, when I saw the news, it was just like, oh, man, this is going to piss off a lot of people. It's a me, Mario! Yeah, honestly, okay. My reason for never having gotten it is literally because, it, because of that 45-minute drive. We all know Taco Bell don't keep for more than five minutes. You can't like you can't drive for forty five minutes and like hope that it'll be there. And, and even more so, other- you can't you can't drive, well you can't eat Taco Bell and then drive for forty five minutes. Like your stomach's gonna mm-hmm. need a toilet within mm-hmm. twenty two minutes. So I can handle their soft taco supreme. <laughs> that is it. Honestly, their soft taco supreme with no tomato is. That's my shit, and I, you can also eat that on the go too. That's why that that's why I like those. I can sort of eat those while driving, which is not safe, but well, whatever. I'm doing it anyway, um, which means I fucked up like several pairs of pants. Not like more the front of the pants, literally because I dropped things onto them. To to be clear, raise your hands to the sky and just think about the fact that the fucking pizzazz pizza, ladies and gentlemen, that's what it used to be called. It wasn't called the Mexican pizza. It was called the pizzazz pizza. That is the first time that anybody heard the name pizzazz before you started watching Jim and the motherfucking holograms. 
pizzazz <laughs> pizza is no longer going to be there as of november the 5th i blame trump also honestly yes blame blame that motherfucker side note did y'all see the the trump boat rally that just completely sank did y'all see that i read about it that was so fucking funny i saw i saw pictures (laughs) and couldn't believe that i mean i don't know it's probably not the irony but just the the i don't know the the sign from god right right it was just like y'all out here doing this clearly y'all didn't watch the weather or whatever it was that made y'all think that it would be safe to come out here and like look what happened was it a storm I thought uh, no. It said weather conditions on Lake Travis were calm, but so when the large number of boats when, when the large number of boats began moving together, the wakes oh. generated large waves in areas where participating oh. boats were dense. Oh. Okay, so that's what happens yes. when you get like twenty or thirty boats together at the same time. They form waves from you know the boat actually moving that'll fuck up any boat behind them. I'm cackling wow. like a super villain because that is fucking beautiful and I couldn't have designed that shit any better my damn self. And I you would also think that somebody who owns a boat would know that this might could happen. People who own boats ain't that smart. The tit- like the Titanic <laughs> wouldn't have fucking happened like that if they like wouldn't have hit a did. goddamn iceberg in the Arctic. Like what? Side note, I've never actually understood really how the Titanic hit an iceberg specifically. Because they don't Drunk just be driving. out in the middle. Ooh. They were just they were going too No, they were That's... going too fast and the boat. <laughs> these are these are all the documentaries that I've watched. They were going too fast and the boat was too big to turn the way they needed it to maneuver to get to not hit it. Shantae, question... did you see did you see the, the documentary that was done by Prince? It's called Little Titanic. Ooh, ooh. I'm dead. Little Titanic. My my question was more because do icebergs really just sort of float like that, just randomly out in the middle of the ocean? Do they yeah. just they break as they I broke think, off? I yeah. think I think an iceberg. Well, the iceberg was probably out there. God said, "You know what." You think you can't sing some shit? I got something for your ass. And, oh, I, and so it was you right called, there. <laughs> oh, so you called this unsinkable. Oh, that's real cute. Because like, <laughs> it, also that that wasn't that company's first ship. That that first ship that sank was like, I don't know, like it was earlier that year, I think. And also like, <laughs> that the same company had a ship after the the Titanic as well. And they also called it Sinkable, and it also sank. Honestly, I think just at a certain point, you have to start to understand. Do not tell them it is unsinkable. Don't don't say it. <laughs> don't say it. Don't say it's unsinkable. Say. No, there's a distinct possibility because it's a boat on water that it could sink. That is always going to be possible. That is always a thing that might happen. Just, I don't know, someone could kill an albatross and ruin everything. I may have just read Rhyme, Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner today, um, which is the where the, the captain killed an albatross and ruined his entire ship. Um, <laughs> may have gotten his entire crew murdered because he killed a single bird. 
which is a wild story, by the way. Just a wild thing to read. <laughs> wild thing to just read early on a Sunday morning. Uh, not a good time. Anyway, boat people are generally kind of a little dumb. Um, <laughs> just generalizing about an entire group of people. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, like, clearly these boat people are dumb. Because, one... The rally didn't make sense anyway, and it being on a boat really didn't make any sense. Um, <clears throat> I feel like Trump supported this, but at the same time, he didn't say it with his mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I also was a little bit thinking, oh, he's probably going to like tweet about this or something. If it had gone, if it had gone off without a hitch, I'm sure he would have. I'm sure he would have had shit to say if this had gone perfectly. But instead, <laughs> oh, those poor people. Those, I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, oh, oh I'm sure it, he like, didn't even talk about it once they went under. Like, no like, problem. How the not. fuck would I they would lose this? Oh, <laughs> I mentioned it now that they're going under. I don't know these people. Like, whose flags are those? That doesn't say Trump. That says Troop. <laughs> that says Trump. Like, that ain't me. Like, fuck out of my face with that. That ain't me. <laughs> like, so I just feel like there is no way that this was going to turn out well. Um, they oh. got out on this, they, they got out in the water, um, out in Texas, of course, um, reports started coming in at about 1.20 PM. Um, the, the first call came in at 12.15. Um, and the last one came in at 1.53. And once you see one boat going under, you start to think that could be me. We and then it was around. you. And then it was you. <laughs> yeah. What, what a world. Like, that could have been me, but by the grace of, oh, shit. And then you're sinking. <laughs> it's just like, yo, it's contagious. This must be what COVID is like. And then all of a sudden, six of you are sinking. And now you're all trying to save one another from one another because you're uh, undertow. But I don't think any... I, I I didn't see anything about anybody dying, which no. is why I feel comfortable laughing about it. Yeah, them. nobody like, died. I mean, I, I mean, honest, I'm going to be a little bit real. I would feel a little bit fine if somebody had died. I would feel a little bit fine laughing about it, but more because just I would remember the Darwin Awards being a thing and just thinking, you know what? This, this is, is it. how this happens. This, this is, is it. And I also love the fact that when you, when, when you look at it, you also find out that although like five boats sank, Texas Parks and Wildlife also only provided one boat. That's so like, which one of y'all can only battle? We'll, we'll be back. We'll be back in a that second. That's so rude. But, I love it so much. <laughs> so, yeah, no, there was, um, according to a Facebook page for the event, more than 2,000 people were planning to attend with another more than 5,000 interested. Little side note. When we say we're interested, that means we're not going, but it's like when we take a bite out of a sample, we got to think about whether or not we're going to buy it. Mm-hmm. So, 2,000 people were going. Uh, the event organizer encouraged boats of all shapes and sizes to participate in the parade, which would feature skydivers parachuting from a helicopter with smoke and flags flying. So they're fine with boats and with boats of any size, shape, or color, but not people? Okay, yeah. I see. All right. Most my goats. <laughs> Sorry. Similar parades are taking place in other locations, such as Florida and California. Um, yeah. It's a thing. So, oh, Lord, speaking, of, I can't. speaking <laughs> of COVID, 
Shante, what is a plague that is worse than COVID? This is not a joke. This is just a question. A plague that is worse than, than COVID. I don't know. Racism. Racism. Okay. Uh, no. JV, what is a plague that is worse than COVID? I would argue the Black Death, but I feel like that's not the right answer. Mm-mm. According to the Pope, you're both wrong. A plague that is worse than COVID is... Prostitution? Gossiping. Oh, okay. Never mind. Oh, oh I went a little too extreme on it. The Pope, Never mind. <laughs> the Pope has once again condemned gossip, describing it as a plague worse than COVID in his Sunday prayers. Lord, please protect us from gossip. Yeah, maybe COVID too. But really, like, seriously, God, like the people in my state, the people in my nation, we're not dying from COVID. But somebody told somebody that I wet the bed. And I just want to know who did it, God. If you could just eradicate that, it's a plague, God. Listen to I'm me. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. But talking about Miss Arlene's son, who done had another baby with somebody down the street and ain't taking care of the other three, is not going. Is not killing anybody. <laughs> like, please. Like, I, just, I cannot. This motherfucker has the audacity to be standing there in the biggest church hat I have ever fucking seen, the biggest gold church hat and the biggest gold-ass robes, long, flowing, gold-ass dress, has the nerve to tell me about gossip. You know that man gossips. You know that man gossips more than more than a drag queen does on a weekend. More than a drag queen does on, ooh, more than a drag queen does at Sunday brunch. Because That's a good one. Apt- because that's after the tea from uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Sunday morning brunch is the one you want to go to. The, but, ooh, Lord, that, no, that's... He no, means it. He also it. said that the <laughs> devil is a gossiper who aims to divide the Catholic Church. So basically, uh, look, people, hold on one second. Here's the reason why gossip is a bigger plague than COVID. Because COVID you don't know who it's affecting and who it's killing until they tell you. But gossip, that's what they believe all those stories of priests and popes and dioceses molesting children Mm. is nothing but gossip. And that's directly affecting the church. So that's what he's worried about. So the (laughs) deaths... It's like, well, the devil spreads rumors and shit. And I'm like, no, no, that's really the, the devil ain't got to spread no rumors. We'll do that perfectly fine on our own, first of all. And second of all, because it's just fascinating, really, truly. Um, also, knowledge is power. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but they don't really believe in knowledge is power. That's no. not their thing. No, no, not at all. They just like, seriously. Uh, I saw somebody a couple days ago and and I had my mask on and I uh, walked over to him and and I thought they looked a little bit peakish, you know, and so I was worried, Uh, but they're a friend of mine, so I got a little bit closer and when I got there, I was absolutely right. They were gossiping. (sighs) Oh my God. Uh, uh. 
It was just, I tried to like, I tried to cover my mouth. I tried to cover my nose. I tried to cover my heart. I really tried to cover my heart because that's what God says. That's how you, that's how you keep gossip from getting into your heart. You cover with both hands and you sing the song. I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. But but the gossip still got into me. I felt it in my lungs, the gossip and the COVID, but mostly the gossip and the gossip filled me completely until all of a sudden I couldn't breathe because of the COVID, but also the gossip. And so I just felt like I need to get this gossip out of me. And so I went and I told somebody the gossip that I heard. And now everybody thinks that the Pope is smart. Also, I have COVID. I can't breathe. I need to. That's COVID. I can't breathe. Or gossip. I need a fan. And I don't have a fan, but what I do have is the DVD copy of Batman and Robin. Um, so what I will do is fan myself with Batman and Robin. Um, I just don't know how many people, like really, Shantae, Shantae, just close your eyes for a second and just picture how many people you know since you were a child who have passed away from the insidious, insidious gossip that you have heard on a daily basis. When you told that child that their friend was a bedwetter, they died. They died of embarrassment, <laughs> shit. <laughs> remember, remember when you told that one oh, girl's shit. boyfriend that you saw them at the mall with somebody else and you knew it wasn't true? <laughs> oh, the way that their eyes just bled as they just bled out on the floor. It says, Shantae, why? What they oh. should have Now, see, here's the thing. I can correct this. What he should have said was lying is a problem. However, he didn't say that. The reason he didn't say that is because they've been telling a lot of goddamn lies. I was going to well. say, he's good at that. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Shit. <laughs> Also, like, yes, this really is the copy of Batman Row, but I'm fully not kidding. This is just in the studio I, all the I, time, constantly. I, I mean, it would make a better fan than a movie, but I'm asleep. So, look, people, <laughs> what I need you to do right now is realize that in this day and age, you must use a mask. Whenever you go outside, make sure that you have on a mask. That way you cannot spread gossip. <sighs> it is so important that we cure the world of gossip because I heard that if you don't cure the world of gossip, somebody's going to die. That's what I heard. I don't know who I heard it from exactly. Don't tell anybody I said this. But I heard that if you don't cure the world of gossip, like everybody's going to die. Like that one girl who you knew from high school who like totally just slipped and fell down a flight of stairs and everybody laughed at her and we just called her Polly Pissy Pants. Her? No, me neither. But the gossip that we tell can literally affect your life. It can kill people. And also don't gossip and drive. And if you do gossip, make sure you don't gossip above the level of 2.8. Because if you do, then the cops will pull you over and kill you. I heard that somebody got killed a couple days ago by a cop because the cop was pop-locking in a, in a party and their gun went off and shot them. Like they brought their hand up to point, like rerun and just point, and it wasn't their finger, it was a gun. Do you believe me? That's gossip. You're going to die soon. Now you're infected. By the way, I don't have COVID anymore. That was just a rumor too. Gossip. Yeah. <laughs> Look, matter of fact, matter of fact, 
Easiest way to take care of this gossip issue right now. I am hiring Club fucking Nuvo to help me end the spread of gossip. Stop, stop spreading these rumors around. Oh. Stop, stop spreading the lies. Don't you want to live then? Stop. I'm about to take these headphones off. I can't. You can't do this to me. <laughs> What? No, I, okay. Well, one fun little side note about, like, wearing a mask and whether or not that can prevent you from gossiping. I did have to, <laughs> yesterday, record, um, record, a, I, I got hired to be a narrator for the Creepy Podcast, which is super fun. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. Um, but I had to record a story, sort of emergency record a story yesterday. I had a microphone that was not like, it's not this one. It's not the one I usually use. It was supposed to be, but I accidentally left it literally in this room, in this bag on accident. Um, but uh, what I wound up having to do um, was use this, uh, the, um, what are they called? Uh, a dynamic mic, you know, the ones that like a singer would be holding on, yeah. on stage at a concert, that kind of thing. One of um, these ones. <clears throat> yes, exactly. One of those. I yeah, use one of that those. Nobody can see. That nobody can see. But it's That's a mic, y'all. It's, it's real. Believe us. The it's classic microphone shape. The classic one that you're thinking of. It's that one. Um. So I had to use one of those, and like it, it was, it was gonna work fine. I knew it was gonna work fine. The thing I was not sure about was whether or not I could deal with the the weird like wind noises that just naturally come when you use one of the microphones without one of the little like pop filters on them. So um, I just recorded with my mask on and it's one of the best recordings I have ever fucking done. So I'm telling you, I don't think these masks are gonna stop the spread of gossip. I don't know. I, I, I just, I just, I, I, I want to get this off my chest right now. Um, John Wick ain't got shit on me because one day I forgot my guns at home. And so I just went into the club and I was just telling rumors left and right. People were like, oh my God. And they just fell to flark out. Like I will tell a rumor that'll get you fuck the fuck up. And just wait, Pope. When I see you, I got a rumor for that ass. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Speaking of, I heard a rumor. Did y'all? <laughs> yes, love it. The Umbrella Academy. Thank you. I was like, I, I don't think I need to bring that up because one, just my favorite character on the entire show is definitely her. Uh, no, just, but did you see season two? Please mm -hmm. tell me. Why the fuck did they put her in Civil Rights, uh, <laughs> Civil Rights, Texas? Like. <laughs> so rude and like everybody else everybody like else has like real stuff oh. they have to do and for her it's like you're not allowed to solve racism even though you can literally walk up to the police and say i heard a rumor that y'all stopped being racist and fix and just everything. it ends it's just racism ends across the whole give state. me a mic i'm gonna freestyle a little bit of this a little bit of that i heard a rumor that y'all stopped being racist ah! <laughs> just <laughs> record it, plays it on the radio, everybody hears it, the world exactly. is cured. Hey, everybody, come out to this Mother's Brothers concert. But first, I heard a rumor that y'all stopped being mean to black people. Ah! 
I truly think the only reason they didn't do that on the show is because to imagine what that would look like is such a radical idea that they couldn't do it. Right, in a show where they can literally make, uh, what's his name, Jesus, and make him actually start up a cult. They can't make her literally (laughs) say it to anybody. Like, yo, you can't even say it to the dude who's trying to run up on your husband or run into the building when they first get there. Mm -hmm. I would have been rumoring everybody to death. Like, seriously, it Mm would have, I heard a rumor that you gave me a cookie would have been the first thing I said when I got to preschool. Like, Mm -hmm. yo, why are you eating their (laughs) butter cookies? I don't know, but I heard a rumor that you don't give a fuck. So why are you (laughs) worried about it? Like, (laughs) no, like they handled this as, it's such a wonderful season. I loved every moment of it. I'm looking forward to season three, but that just stuck in my jaw. Like you put a black person in racist ass Texas in Mm -hmm. 1963, where they have the opportunity to actually affect change because they're with a husband that's a fucking civil rights leader and she doesn't want to use her powers. And the first time she uses her powers, it's to fucking burn somebody? What the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) Which I have to say it was a very cathartic scene. Just for like, just because, you know, like (laughs) any. Any, like, little moment like that. Ooh, actually, though, things that are more cathartic and even better as television shows go than that. Please tell me y'all have been watching Lovecraft Country. Yes, I have. Shantae? I haven't started it yet. It's good. It's good. It is so good. My God. I, I can't. It is... Oh, shit. It is one of my absolute favorite things that I've ever seen. I will say I saw episode three and it fucked me up for a full five days. Like, I, <laughs> I, I was like, nope, I can't. Like, I don't know. Um, honestly, well, that's, that's not much of a surprise because, I don't know, after, like, February of this year, Journey Smollett has been my favorite person. Like, She's, like, it. killing it, isn't she? This is her year. This right. is her year. I mean, and granted, all it took like, was it Kobe been... dying. All it took. <laughs> <laughs> this year should have been like this is her year. Technically, technically, was when Eve's Bayou came out because that was incredible. Also, I got to substitute uh, Eve's Bayou for Forrest Gump um, on my show because Forrest Gump has three racial slurs in it um, in the first fifteen minutes. So. Damn. Yeah, yeah, right? Like I it, didn't even recognize they, that. That's the thing. They weren't all the same one. And it wasn't they weren't all the same one. Most of them were cooed, which is very uh, yeah. <laughs> which I was like, uh no, that counts because that counts. That because counts. it's coming out the mouths of these lily white people here. No, absolutely mm-hmm. not. So it <laughs> it happened. So Rashani Slash Derek reveals himself to be a dick back in the day in three, two, one. My favorite part in Forrest Gump is still the part where he's a kid and he gets hit in the head with a rock while somebody oh. screams out, hey, dummy! Oh. <laughs> I, can't, I can't help it. I fall out laughing every time. And I haven't seen it in a while, so I probably won't fall out anymore. But mm. when I was a kid, when that movie first came out, when that kid got lifted off the ground with a rock, I howled until people Ooh. were looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with this kid? And like, then I realized- funny shit. 
I realized later on that it probably I probably shouldn't have laughed as loud as I did because it was a scream cackle. But even now, like Forrest Gump hits me in a in a way that Eve's Bayou should hit me. But here's mm-hmm. the problem with Eve's Bayou. Mm-hmm. Making good is fucking horrible at acting. And I have a movie You're podcast. Not wrong. I have you a movie podcast <laughs> called Hindsight, where we go back and we look at movies that we used to that we watched in the eighties, nineties, and early two thousands. We have an entire month dedicated to that motherfucker, and the Ooh. month is called Megan Good is so bad at acting, and oh. it's got East Bayou. It's it's East Bayou. Uh, Stomp the yard. Um, mm-hmm. Hold on, I'm so sincere. East Bayou. Stomp the yard. Shazam isn't in it because that's too recent. Okay. But um, shit. She was bad as fuck at that. Let me she tell was you. Ba- she's was bad in everything. <laughs> you know, there's a show that you East Bayou, Roll Bounce, Biker Boys, Ride or Die, and Waist Deep. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, she has not like. Okay. I watched this TV she, show that she was on called My Order Report, and it was mm-hmm. a cool show except she was in it. So to watch her try and fart out a tear when she was supposed to cry, she literally squinched up her entire face until it folded on itself like an Ed Plimpton cartoon, and, and she just, still couldn't cry. And that was my my entire issue with like I don't know. She didn't ruin the movie for me. Um, it was just very odd to watch her be outshined by an eight year old. Like oh, that's so really easily. like that's just like it. But like. Also, and not just the eight-year-old either, because the the little the the little brother, the role the oh, person yeah. he had, he did his thing. Mm-hmm. Like literally, just watching. Oh my god, that is it. Like also, just them being able to pull that performance out of an eight-year-old girl is insane to me. Mm-hmm. She was so good in that movie. Uh, she is the central character and carries that movie entirely by herself, and she's incredible. I would, I, like, not, okay, not she carries it all by herself. Okay, that's giving her too much. But she, like, is as good of an actor in that one as, like, all of the adult black women in that movie, which is insane She did a pretty pretty good job with some really great um, cast members. Like, she stood out against some really great cast members. and. Megan Good, they gave her a lot more lines than they should have when they realized we didn't choose well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's too bad that didn't oh, go well. to, uh, what's her name? Um, Good old Gabrielle what's her Union. name? Gabrielle Union was who I was thinking of. Gabrielle um, Union would have done excellently there. Because she is good, because she's good at what she does. And see, that's like, it's, so. you can... When, when they're good, they're good, you know? Um, so I need everybody to, uh, all, all of our listeners, hi, I'm, I'm still Derek. I'm not going to tell any more rumors. I don't want you to die or anything. That would be scary. <laughs> um, but I do want you to close your eyes for a second and just picture uh, an atrocity that I cannot fully explain, but I'm going to try my hardest. Uh, for you, Shante, and you, JB, you're going to get to see video of this bullshit. Uh, and I want you to be oh, just as mad as I was. God. So what this is, is somebody making a perfect cake with just crackers. Yes, people, they are white. And what of they course. are doing with this uh, cake, quote, unquote, first they do, get the fuck out of here, sound. The first thing they do is they spread mayonnaise on a plate. 
And then they take nine crackers and they put them on the plate on top of the mayonnaise. Then they take boiled eggs and they split them in half and they take the yolks out of the boiled eggs. Then they chop up the boiled eggs so there's only egg whites and they mix it up with more mayonnaise. Then they take the egg white and mayonnaise and they spread it on top of the 12 crackers and they spread it out with a spatula so then they know that it's even. And then after they get done doing that, they take more crackers and they put it on top of this egg white and mayonnaise combo. And then they take a can of fish and they squish the fish. They squish the fucking fish up into paste. And then they take more mayonnaise and they mix it up with the fish. And then they take the fish and the mayonnaise and they put it on top of the crackers and they spread it out. And then after they take the, the fish pate with mayonnaise and they spread it out, they take sliced lettuce leaves and they put it on top of it. And then after they take the sliced lettuce leaves, they put more crackers on top of that. And then they take some more mayonnaise with garlic and they make a garlic aioli and they spread it over the top of the next layer of crackers. Then they take some grated cheese and then they take some more crackers and some more mayonnaise and they layer it until they have a fucking cake. Are they making a lasagna? They are making a cake. They are making a cake out of salted crackers, cheese, and tuna fish. I really want to say that this is a tuna fish cracker thing, but then they put unmelted cheese all the way around the fucking cracker cake like they're putting in work. And then they put t- cherry tomatoes on top of each cracker. Now, the best part of it is when they take a fucking knife to slice away what was already separated crackers and they make a fucking sandwich out of it. I, I cannot Now, <laughs> I want to ask you, what is the level of white folks shit that you just saw? On a scale of one to 10, Shantae, where are we at? Oh, this is clearly like an astronomically high number that I can't really verbalize at this moment. But at the same time, it's just like, I probably should have turned, I mean, anybody who's watching this should have turned this off as soon as they spread mayonnaise on the plate. Because if you, <laughs> if you are taking, if you are taking care of your mental health, like you're supposed to, you're not letting white people antagonize you in these ways. So, exactly right. so I mean, granted, if you made it to the end of the video at some point, you know, different people who have made it to the end of the video, you know, I think what we need to work on is our boundaries and realizing that just because it's there doesn't mean we have to participate in it and try to be better people on to, you know, from here on out. Because there was no reason to make it all the way to the end to, with those cherry tomatoes. There were various exit points that you should have uh, uh, utilized and so <laughs> I I need, we need to be better. Breathe. I literally cannot breathe and I'm having heart palpitations. That is so fucked up and I can't believe I just saw that. Like, okay, where, well, y'all verbally literally heard my reaction to it. Y'all heard me scream when the, when the can of fish came out. Yeah. That was where it lost me <laughs> so hard. Like, okay. Hmm. Want to watch it again? How I, no, no, I don't need to. Um, no, no, it's seared in my memory. Here's a thing about me that is going to probably get me. This will probably get me canceled. Woo! Um, mayo is fine with me. I I don't have an issue with it. However, if it is going to be mayo, it 
requires garlic. It mayo on its own has nothing to it, just as a thing. It's not on its own. It's just ugh. Um, it is a condiment for a reason um, and must be paired with something delicious. Um, like, for example, on top of a burger, which I know is controversial for a lot of people, for me, I fuck with that only if you mix it with barbecue. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's damn good then, let me tell you. Um, but I also, li- I also occasionally like to pretend I'm French and like dipping my French fries into garlic aioli, which is nothing mm-hmm. if not mayonnaise that had a dream. Let's, let's go ahead and circle... <laughs> Let's go ahead and circle all the way back to the penultimate moment <laughs> of this uh, the cherry exhibition. Nope, not even the cherry tomato. It was oh. the egg whites mixed with mayo spread on a cracker. They had me full circle fucked up when they didn't just pivot and make <laughs> deviled eggs. Honestly, like, right? all, they could have just pivoted with everything they had and made it actually delicious, delicious deviled eggs. Uh, what it, I don't know why they didn't. I don't know why they didn't. It was it was foolish. It was foolish and stupid. And honestly, more people need a good deviled egg recipe because weirdly, not everybody has one, and I I cannot explain why. It's not a difficult thing to cook. It's, it's not. It's not, and it just time consuming though. I will. It's say. time consuming, and I think people are scared that they might mess it up and then get judged because boiled eggs are on that list of if you bring them to the wrong party and they're not right, mm. you probably won't even get invited back anymore. That's real. That's real. And I will actually point out their eggs were cooked incorrectly. Um, <laughs> you can tell because you can tell because um, it had that green shit around the edge of, of the actual egg yolk. Mm-hmm. No, no, they didn't fucking cook those eggs right. If you cook them correctly, that little white, that, that whole thing will still be like yellow, but not like uncooked. Mm. Yeah, I, anyway. I, I, I just want to, since we're, since I brought this up. I got real up, into food science over quarantine. Real into food science during quarantine, y'all. That was my, I literally right before this started, um, had to run out and grab like the like loaf of bread out of the bread maker that I obtained over quarantine. Um, but I, I, in fairness, I only obtained it two weeks ago. I didn't get it when everybody rushed to the store and decided they were going to make sourdough starters. No, no, no. I was too late for that. All the all the flour was gone. Um, so I, I, I didn't have that, that ability. So when I saw someone posted it on like Facebook Marketplace, which honestly is a fucking problem. Facebook Marketplace is a problem. A- and And just everybody, if you start, if you start, going on Facebook Marketplace, be careful. You will spend way too much goddamn money on shit you don't need. Watch out, (laughs) watch out. But this bread maker though, I do like bread a lot. So like this made sense for me. And I made um, challah, which is my, one of my favorite kinds of bread. And today, potato bread. Mm. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) As soon as this whole thing is done, I'm popping out to that and I am getting potato bread and I will let y'all know how it is. Good. I will live tweet me eating my potato bread, damn it. <laughs> Which is the worst, the worst live tweet situation ever. Um, anyway. My uh, Ma- really Nicholas mad. Mark, 
stole a tip jar from Pizza D'Oro in North Ch Chattisqua, uh, Pennsylvania. He also used a knife to threaten an employee. Then he left, but then the cops were able to find him because he had filled out a job application with his personal information on it, including his name and address. I heard about that on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me this week, and that, I died. That was the funniest fucking thing I had ever heard in my goddamn life. That is a level of stupid that I have heard before, apparently, because apparently that's not the first time something that dumb has happened. But my God, he really filled out a fucking job application. And then robbed the bitch. I'm so mad. That's so, that's really funny though. I, I, just, I just wanted to get close enough to you to reach out and grab the tip jar and then try and cut you with my knife. Like what's wrong? What? What what exactly is the situation? I don't understand. What 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 are you mad about? What? what? I mean, shit. Like, <laughs> if I really wanted to kill you, I would have just told you a rumor. <laughs> oh, like, see, listen, I could have. Oh my god, what what was the thing? Um, oh no, I just had something there, and it was very funny, and I just forgot it, and I feel so mad at my brain for forgetting the very funny thing I was about to say, which is, oh, ooh. If he'd attach a resume, you could include this under the skills section of, well, I showed initiative. Right? Right? Here are my references. Here's my references. Like, yeah, why are you mad at me? Like, I did what needed to be done in order for me to get paid. Like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going home. What do you mean I'm not going home? I can't breathe. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, Jesus, God. That's, well... Sir, I hope you learned something, and I, I hope did. that the thing that Next you learned. Next time, put my cousin's address on there, huh? huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, now that makes me want to ask, like the three of us, um, what is the most egregious lie you've ever put on a job application? <laughs> oh, dude! I mean, uh, wait, pronouns. JB oh, minor they them. Yeah, minor yeah. they them. Dude is fine, though. Don't worry about it. It's a California thing. I just realized I always That's run okay. into the, the under. I, I was talking with uh, one of my homegirls, Bianca, and mm -hmm. she told me straight out that dude is not gender neutral. So I've been trying really hard, like really it hard. Is for, um, it is for me. I don't. <laughs> but. Dude, biggest lie I ever told was quite simply putting down my manager's name. They can't do shit now. I have the job. Um, <laughs> this was two jobs ago, so you can't stop me now. Um, putting down my manager's name and my manager's information and uh, the time and the time that I was employed by my manager and then putting down my wife's cell phone number. <laughs> Listen. Listen, first of all, well done. Second of all, <laughs> I've done that same thing, but it was like listed the person I worked for, but but then listed like just another coworker who I like who I actually did fuck with. Um at that job, just no, I wasn't like this person wasn't underneath like I wasn't underneath this person at all. They actually worked in a completely different section of the grocery store, but they knew me and they liked me and I had good hair. So, <laughs> so they're like, yeah, um, they're really great. So, uh, 
hire them. It's a it's a good decision for you. It's a good like that that I I'm glad we literally had like the same answer because that is straight up like I think everybody has that answer. It's yeah. a good because it's like the best possible like. If you're gonna run a scam on somebody, that's probably the best way to go about it. I mean, I mean, it's not even really a scam. You're just telling them to get their, to get the correct information from I a mean, different. I mean, honestly, honestly, and here's where <laughs> I've been. Um, and then Shantae, I'm sorry. Um, let's oh, see. I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer anyway. I haven't worked in a very long time, so. But one of the things that I've realized about working is the better a job you do as an employee, the more your boss may lie to keep you there as their employee, Mm. especially if they have not taken the time out to train anybody else in the job that you do, they Mm. may panic. And so when Mm. you get a call, like I would get calls, they would get reference calls for me. And I did back then I would actually put my boss's real information on the resume. I learned Mm. my lesson real quick when somebody who was at the job that I was applying for called me up and said, yeah, by the way, we called your boss today and she said that one of the cons in your profile, she said one of the pros is that you're a, a hard worker. She said the con is that you are dedicated to your family and that you will leave the job at the drop of a dime to go be with your children. So she didn't feel that you should be hired. Oh, wow. listen. <laughs> I, I didn't know that that was a problem <laughs> until you said something, but thank you Ooh. so much. Okay. I'm glad they fucking told me. Like, oh so, god. Ooh. So, wait. You're telling me that they said that me going? Yeah, you apparently left for a doctor's appointment. Yeah, my my newborn son was still in the NICU. He was still in the newborn uh, ICU, and so I went to be with him and my wife as she literally bawled over him. Like she cried big boohoo tears because he was a baby fighting for his life. And she 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 mentioned that to you, huh? Cool, 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 cool. Okay, cool. Um, going forward, uh, the telephone number for uh my boss's reference is, and I just started putting down my wife's number, and I never fucking stopped. Also, when you keep in mind the fact that so many managers and so many uh people in a in a place of power don't actually want to do a hiring process more often than not they have somebody in mind that they already want to hire but they have to go through this rigmarole so they will literally tell somebody sit tight we got you especially in state service sit tight we got you why do i want to play fair if y'all aren't so yeah my wife gives great reference like she she i don't mean to brag about her but i we both give great reference. Uh, Nicole, Nikki and I were talking about it on another show that we used to do. Uh, Hermione and Lavender were black. Um, mm. And we both know the ways to give great reference. If you want to learn how to give great reference, listen up. I'll tell you right now. Rule number one, as soon as they say who the person is, as soon as they say the words, can you tell us more about, you start revving up your superlatives. So, Shantae, just for example, can you be the interviewer who's calling me because I'm a reference person and say, can you tell me something about JV? Okay. Uh, Can you tell me something about JV? 
such a nice guy. Just such, just the best, like just so conscientious and just always wanting to learn, just a fountain knowledge, just always taking, I really, I really do enjoy just being around him. Just the presence of being in their presence was just such a gift to me. They never stopped learning. They never stopped working and they never stopped being an inspiration to us. As soon as they start talking, yeah. you start talking with compliments. As soon as they do it, and they're in there. <laughs> Nothing else. That's all you got to do. As soon as they drop the name. Like, just, just oh, as soon as oh you hear the name, like, oh, my God, perfect. Oh, my God. Right? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all would be fools not to hire them. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm and telling you, you also right have now. to say, you also have to say, if <laughs> I could... If I could, I would keep them. If I could, I'd hire them back in a millisecond, but I know that they got bigger things on their plate. They got mm -hmm. so many dreams and they're gonna reach all of them. So fun recent job little thing that I've done. So um, there are several like sort of shows that have ensemble casts that I have wanted to join. I'm gonna just straight call these people out at this particular moment because what they did was fucked up. But, um, <clears throat> The No Sleep Podcast being one of the more famous horror shows yes. that, that exists. Um, I applied to work for them back in December. Okay. Heard nothing. Absolutely mm -hmm. heard nothing. Then heard a rejection around January. Now, like, heard nothing, like, start of December to, like, early January. It was just ridiculous and then back in june when the protests kicked off they had the audacity to post a thing that said we realize that our entire cast is white and we uh realize this is a problem so we're gonna actively try to hire more people of color mm. which i was like good um but then they had to add the fucking line we've never turned any people of color away Oh, I, <laughs> I, I about lost my fucking mind in that moment. So like, no, uh, so I like, I tweeted underneath it. I was like, that's incorrect. You actually have rejected me um, once for writing and once for acting, which is odd because I don't think you listened to my demo because my view didn't go up on my demo from here to here. Like, there were no listens that were increased or anything, which means no one actually listened to it during that time frame. So, hmm. mm -hmm. interesting. You're rejecting me without actually listening to my demo to hear that I'm a better actor than half of your cast. That <laughs> is shady to me. Um, that, that is shady. I apologize. They also know I love them. A lot of them also recognize that they don't necessarily have a large range in voices, whereas I do. So, <clears> hmm. <throat> Like so, like when I know that I have that range and that ability to do that, and the response I hear is like, "Ah, we just we don't we don't have room at the moment," which is the the second time they re rejected me. I got the, "Ah, uh, we just hired two. Uh, well, we hired three people. Um, one and a half of which was definitely black. I don't know about the third one. Um." And uh, all three of them had, like, agents, which is, I only point out, because none of their other cast have, like, agents that they would have to contact to, like, get work through. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which, like, 
like none of their white cast had that process. None of their white cast had industry success already before even being considered. So the fact that they're just hiring people of color, they're only hiring people of color who like have industry success goes to show for me that they actually don't really give a shit and also again have more range than at least one of the people that they hired. So I just sort of had to sit there and be like, that's not correct. You did have room. You knew that you could do this, but you didn't. And you didn't listen to my demo either. And instead had the also gall to say, but hey, maybe at another point, we would like to hire you. So we're done. No. Yeah, I was like, no, 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 no. Don't get to string me fucking along for years and not actually act on it. No, 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 no. Because also I am good at this and I should, like, I am good at this. I'm getting offers left and right. The only reason I actually applied for this is because I had previously applied for this at another point. The only reason I'm applying again is because y'all realized that y'all needed fucking help and I'm good at this. That's the only fucking reason that I even, uh, oh, and also because I've worked with literally all of their cast before. Like, like, I literally know all of them. They're lovely people. I have worked with them before. But the... No, no. It was bullshit. It was bullshit and very annoying. So, I don't work for them. And I also don't listen to their show anymore. So there's that. Uh, sucks that they had to lose a listener and supporter. Ooh, not great. Also, probably, like, five others, because I've told this to a lot of people, too. Uh, anyway, whatever. Also love that I just have screenshots to back it up. Woo. Um, so if they ever want to go there, I've got the receipts. All of them. Ha <laughs> Fight. Anyway. Fun controversy. So basically, I say all that to say, um, yeah, the stringing people along after they submit an application. No. No, don't fucking do that. Give them a yes or a no. Don't say, uh, don't like give them a if circumstances change in the future, like, we'll reach out. It's the will reach out part that I'm like, no, because you never are going to reach out. That's not going to happen. If you rejected them, just reject them and that's fine. And be like, you are free to apply again if you see, an, if you see that we are hiring. Like, you can say that because then the next time you are actually hiring and you are actually looking for someone, they can submit and that's fine but don't like string them along and say that they're that like you will reach out to them later when you have no intention of doing so that's fucked and a waste of everybody's time mhm mm mhm mm huh i have strong feelings about this particular topic <laughs> very strong feelings ooh it it like it just drives me up a wall um <laughs> i i've gotten it at a few different jobs but that's like that is the most recent, and so it's the most fresh in my mind. It also is the most bullshit, like, rejection I've ever gotten on anything. Like, <clears throat> when also, like, ooh, 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 the kicker to that story, though, is that their, um, their new assistant um, also got the email that I had sent in and had the nerve to reply to it and say... Um, we don't really take unsolicited demos, which I was like, unsolicited? This was asked for by your 
by like the vice president of this thing. Like they're the one that reached out to me to ask me to send this in. Don't fucking tell me this is un unsolicited. You also made a public post to have this solicited by a bunch of fucking people. Like I don't. Ooh. I. Nope. 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 White people shenanigans is what that is. That is white mm-hmm. people shenanigans, and I don't have time for it. Ha ha. Um, also, I, I had to check her in a very honestly kind of rude email, and I look back at it, and I'm like, that was a little bit rude, and I could have been more polite <laughs> to this person who is clearly an assistant. But also, like, her boss had already apply- like replied to me with a no, which was actually more fucked up to me that like the boss replied because her like rejected I'm like I don't really give a shit I don't know who this person is all I know is that they're not going to pass on this message but that they don't need to I already did so mm, weird anyway um so don't fuck with the no sleep podcast they're bad anyway and all uh they're they're their stories are fine, kind of. Most of the time, they're not that interesting. If you want a better one, go with Nightlight, which is actually made by Black people and hires, you guessed it, all Black people. So, better better choice there. Also, you can listen to me on Creepy, which I would appreciate. Yay. Um, also, Creepy is a better horror show in general. Their stories are more fun and shorter and more manageable. Woo. <laughs> There you go. This should be tea. I should be sipping tea. <laughs> I, I feel very strongly that you should be. Um, also, I had a song about rumors, but then I decided not to tell them anymore because, you know, I, I'm trying to Rumor save the planet here. Rumor has it. <laughs> so, with that said, I mm. think we are almost to the end of this episode. Mm. Um, Shantae? Yes. How have you been? How was the first day of school? The first the, week? The The first week was okay. The first day was a bit of a struggle. Not so much with my son, who is older, but with my daughter, who has cognitive delays and everything, and having to sit at a computer, and she's with a completely new teacher than she had last year because she's moved up into a different school, and it's just all of the things trying to get just adjusted with what we have to do and everything was that first day was very difficult. She would much rather sit down and and watch Five Nights at Freddy's on YouTube than sit and and listen to, you know, this person who she doesn't know yet, you Mm -hmm. know, tell her about, ask her about all these different things. And, you know, she has, you know, with her cognitive delays, she knows some things and, uh, and clearly doesn't know other things but you know when you you know when you're having a teacher in front of you and it's just you and another student you get put on the spot that makes her I think anxious or upset you know where it's just like hey what's this and she's kind of got to sit there and try to you know find the words to answer Mm -hmm. the question and Mm -hmm. it's hard for her to verbalize that hey this is hard for me or I need more time or you know those the kinds of things that we clearly would have we would be able to say in in that type of a situation that she cannot necessarily say Mm -hmm. right at the moment and so that gets frustrating for her and everything however by the end of the week 
she was at least able to sit there she wasn't trying to close the computer you know she had because it's you know because you know they have this <laughs> i mean basically yes that's honestly mood mood you know? i fully would have done that <laughs> Ooh, like she was she was oh i mean like there were points you know on that first day where she was just she was just over it and wanted to close it and wanted to you know like i gotta go can i take a break i need to leave and there's all kind you know and it's and it really sucks because you know it's having to sit there in front of a screen i have you know she can't she's not necessarily going to tell me like like if her eyes were hurting like any of the things that i think we mm. would be able to say are bothering us while we're doing it it's going to be hard it's hard for her to kind of say so what comes out is just her what looks what it looks like is being obstinate that's what it looks right. like but there's probably something else and it's trying to figure out what that thing is or try to you know give her say like okay if we can make it to this then you can get a 10 minute break and you can go watch this other thing that i know you want to do and you know trying to talk to her you know like look i know that this shit is boring obviously i'm not saying shit but it's just like yeah. i know this is boring mm -hmm. but it's but and but we have to do these boring things to get to these other fun things that I know you want to do. I know you want to do these, you know, I know you want to do all this other stuff, you know, because I'm not because I guess basically I don't want to lie to her and make her and make it seem like like school is fun. No, the fuck it's not right now. It's not like <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie and make her and try to, you know, mm -hmm. she's not, you know, she's not a baby who is who you might be able to kind of influence and everything. Yeah. It's just like, she's 10 or she's almost 10. It's just like, mm -hmm. I can be true. You know, what I'm trying to do is just be as truthful as possible. Just be like, look, if we can just do this right now, we can get to this other thing. If we can work on something for just a few minutes mm -hmm. and then try to do something else later. And then maybe we work on it for a few minutes another time and trying to just get her to understand that I don't want you to do this like all day. You know, I'm mm -hmm. not trying to make you sit and do this forever. I just need you just to give me just a little bit of time and a little bit of patience. And then we can get to something else that's less labor intensive for you. Because I know this shit is hard. Oof. It, oof. Yeah, I could imagine. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I, I struggle with only having a single Zoom call a week with just having one. <laughs> and I to get me up to do that call is <laughs> a fucking struggle and I almost miss it like almost every <laughs> time. Like I'm like, I don't fuck do I have to fuck. I I just really don't want to. The only difference I think between me and your daughter is that I'm an adult and I can say fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but like and honest, so like I fully understand. Oh, uh, um, did they have to go back to school um, during on that day that Zoom crashed for okay. like the first day of school? What what day was that when Zoom was it? The, it was Monday, right? When Zoom crashed, so. was it this past? Okay, so it didn't affect that. You know what? They were on. They're on a Google thing. Oh. It was so they did so it didn't they weren't they're not doing Zoom they're on a like Google Meets and stuff so it didn't that that first day of school stuff it didn't affect them. Gotcha. Oh, though that has me thinking. Um, does she enjoy reading? At this point, she can't read. 
okay. At this point, yeah, at this point, she can't read. So it's still, yeah, I mean, it it would be great. And that's the stuff that we're trying to to work on and everything, because she has epilepsy and all kinds of different stuff has been going on in her school life that has gotten in the way of her being able to be fully focused in school. Mm-hmm. And so it's just it's just been difficult to try to get her in the right place to do the schoolwork because she's just she don't want to do the shit it's just it's just not fun it's just it's not fun thing the most understandable thing like honestly like schoolwork is fucking terrible it really is design it well like it's not designed to be interesting which is right granted also like I don't know exactly how they do that. You know, like how one would like design school in such a way to make it interesting. Like I just, I've never figured that out. Like I have figured out that like on occasion relating it back to something that's actually happening is usually helpful. Like that's currently going on that they're probably aware of that I find to be helpful, but also like that's difficult to do when the thing you're supposed to get to that week is figuring out who was the president of the United States like 35 years ago or whatever, which mm-hmm. I don't know why that's the number I just pulled out of nowhere. Um, anyway, but that's like, yeah, even like, cause that wouldn't be very interesting and there's no real way to make that interesting. That's just a fact that you have to find that also right. you Google for. So like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, school is hard. Like school is hard. It's it, what I realize just from having kids is how tedious the work is, you know, cause mm-hmm. it's worksheets. It's just really just kind of sitting and, regurgitating things at times and I know for me because I was just basically like an obedient kid just like okay here sit here and do this worksheet fine fuck it I'll sit here and do the worksheet it you know that kind of environment is great for the kid who can kind of entertain themselves and it's just like okay I can get you know they can compartmentalize or whatever and be like okay if I do this everything you know y'all get out of my face and that's great and you do it so you you know you can have that person get out of your face where you get other kids who you know they if they they don't have that they don't have that type of mentality it's just like I don't like this this sucks I want to do something else and it just they can't figure out that doing this they can't figure out the steps that other kids can figure out and those kids kind of get left behind because they need a different type of stimulation or a different type of motivation and and especially like right now it's hard to pull that off with a kid at home Mm -hmm. and a kid in the and your teachers in their classroom trying to interact with you via computer and I mean like right now we're lucky in the sense that it's just her and another student but it's like who but what happens when it's like it's seven eight kids you know or more you know or just a whole full classroom you know of children trying to interact with each other and interact with the teacher on you know on zoom on google meets and everything it's just like it's there's a part of me that wishes that people would have just been okay with these kids not being in school this year just being yeah. like look it's we 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 want this it would be awesome if we could fit you know get this going and everything but they're better off not having to deal with this because it's going to be so stressful that we're yeah. clearly going to leave 
a lot of, we're going to leave some kids behind whether we want to or not. And why not just let them all kind of start on the same page next year? You know, it'll be fine that they, you know, it'll be fine if whoever, you know, these kids now, instead of them graduating at 18 or whatever it is that we would think they would graduate, they just got this year off. And it they'll sucks for the reason 19. they'll graduate at 19. It was like this, this idea of trying to stay on this arbitrary ass schedule yeah, that is, that's... that means absolutely nothing. And, and not even, and even and at least here, they're not making them go back into the classroom, but it was really wild to see the people insisting that these kids have to just go back and basically risk their lives for this arbitrary ass schedule just for some bullshit. I mean, it's just, the building is not going to disappear if they're not in it. Yeah, they they tried to, they like really, really tried for that. I think some of the schools opened. I don't think my little brothers opened, um, I think, yeah, my little brothers I don't think opened. I, I, or, or, or my parents made a decision to pull him out of school and didn't fucking tell me, which is also distinctly possible <laughs> at this point. I have no idea. They like, they stay not telling me anything, but also we're kind of lucky because my uh, grandfather used to teach at the school that my, um, that my little brother was at and he's retired so he just has mm -hmm. time to just like roll up every day for like three hours just be like mm -hmm. all right let's talk about this and i'm like it's it's really cool to see that happen but also oh i will say i did just run a summer program over zoom or like i co-ran it like i taught um two classes specifically i taught uh drawing and sewing which was a fucking challenge but sewing actually went better than i could have ever possibly hoped that it would go because i structured it like i would structure a youtube tutorial mm. which i <laughs> which kids fucking love and i love right. too which is why i like it which is why those work for me i love watching sewing tutorials on YouTube and like maybe I'll do it maybe I won't doesn't really fucking matter if I'm actually going to do it or not I have the skills now to do it and I learned it in a way that was funny because it included jokes people were laughing it was great um and also I was able to like take my camera and get it like real close up to like what I was doing with my hands so they could really see when I was hand sewing we also made masks because I figured that was a good way for us to like tie it to something important and mm -hmm. we talked about why we were making these and what was important about them we also talked about textile waste which is a wild thing I didn't really even think about before we started talking about it like it just sort of came up but like <clears throat> that was something we were able to do that was like at least kind of interesting because it had like it was something tactile that you could work on mm -hmm. that wasn't like that that wasn't abstract it wasn't an abstract concept or idea it was a physical thing that you could sit down watch a video of somebody like teaching you how to make it and then you get to sit on a zoom call with that person and have them walk you through it so if you run into some like problems they're there to help you that was the cool mm -hmm. part about that and i truly think most of these teachers could probably just record their fucking lesson and just post the recording of the lesson mm -hmm. and the kids will watch it on their own damn time they'll figure it out shit they'll do one like they'll do one class each for like a little while like when i think about my podcast consumption consumption over like just 
the average day, I probably listen to about enough podcast content by itself to warrant it being a full class day. Mm -hmm. Like just from start to finish. Like most things are about an hour. So like, I mean, if each class is about 45 minutes, I'm on average listening to like at least six different classes a day. Like that, that's a lot. That's a lot in a day. But like, because it's done in an interesting and engaging way and I process things better with audio, so I know that works for me. Like it, it, if those options were available, I think it would be easier. But then they just, I don't know. And also, yes, you are very correct. This whole time system of when they need to be in there and like when they need to graduate, whatever, totally fucking arbitrary and i don't know why that didn't fucking cross my mind until you said it but straight up i'm like wait <laughs> what <laughs> wait actually why the fuck did they have me go into school at five that doesn't like mm, did they did they need to do that did, did it did it need to be when i was five though when this whole thing kicked off and started did it need to be five could it have been seven could it have been nine doesn't really fucking matter at the end of the day it just, it, as long as I eventually got into the thing, started learning, and got to a certain level of knowledge, everything was great. But that level of knowledge is also, mm-hmm. there's no way to tell whether or not I was actually at that level of knowledge, because them fucking tests don't actually fucking test whether or not you're at that Why? level of knowledge. Like, oh man, because if they fucking did, uh, well, one, if they did, um, I would have probably scored I don't know. I, I don't know if I would have scored lower or higher, to be honest with you. I'm a good test taker, weirdly. Mm. Not sure why the fuck that is. Um, there were whole sections where I was fucking guest on the multiple choice and managed to get 90% of them right. So <laughs> I don't know. Fucking lucked out there. Didn't actually teach me the concept, but I fucking guessed what the... <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's, it's a weird system. The education system... <laughs> I think one of the fortunate things about like COVID, not fortunate, it's really not like fortunate, but like it's a wake up moment, which is none of our systems are effective at all. Yes. Like just none yes. of them. Like every single yes. one of like, them. Like nothing. Yes. <laughs> nothing is working like like you thought it was gonna work. Like it's just like all kinds of stuff. Like it you know, it's like mm-hmm. either either stuff's not working the way it was supposed to. Or mm-hmm. the things that they said couldn't be done are now being done. You know, like when people are talking about people who have disabilities and stuff and they've been wanting to work from home and people have been saying like, oh no, we can't work from home, we can't do that. And now all of a sudden we got to work from home and it's just like, well, they, they're pulling reason, you know, they're pulling ideas out of thin air that they, well, here's all this stuff. We can do it on Zoom. We can do it on Google. We can do this. We can do that. But all these things have existed, you know, for a while that you could have been giving to that you could have been utilizing for people who also who had been needing it and Mm -hmm. you know and not just abled people who need it now and everything is just like yes like our systems are all fucked up yeah i mean the one of the only good things come out of all this is that i now don't have to pay for any any of my meds because like just that health insurance just was all like you know what all your meds are free. We don't give a shit anymore. Just like, because before, I mean, before my like copay was really fucking low. It was like $3 per thing. Like 
Um, and I think 185 or something wild for m my allergy medicine, which like, mm -hmm. I don't know. That was, like that was fine. It only wound up being like $20 a month or whatever. Like it wasn't that big. But to not have that now and it's just fucking free. Like I just walk into that CVS, walk out having paid exactly mm -hmm. nothing and I have all of my meds for the next month. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, Everything is beautiful when I can just do that. That's so nice. Which just had me sitting right. there thinking, they had the fucking money for that this whole time. <laughs> they had... <laughs> so they was making me pay that $3 for what now exactly? Mm -hmm. uh, like, not that I'm gonna like really begrudge them like that $20 a month or whatever, but also like, what? Like, what was the reason? Like, I don't understand. Like, it, it was a little, little wild, but I mean, that, like, being able to work from home, being able to, like, schedule, like, a Zoom meeting when in a place that, like, there's no possible way I could have ever gotten there, like, but I can, like, I got invited to a board for um, an LGBT organization in my area, and I've wanted to be on that board for a while, and they knew I was a good fit for the board, but they always fucking had it on a work day for me and I work evenings. So I was like, y'all, mm -hmm. I can't fucking be there on those days. And they're like, well, you could call in. And I was like, on the phone? I ain't gonna just sit there and like not know who the fuck is talking. Like, no, <laughs> like put it on fucking Zoom so I at least have your names attached to it and can go back to the minutes after the fact, like, and actually watch the recording. Also now a lot of people's a lot of people's shit is actually being recorded in meetings verbally so all of the weird bullshit that people say during meetings it's all on fucking video now which is oh so juicy when you just <laughs> have to pull a compilation together of all the weird shit that john from accounting has said to you not that that's like a that's a not a specific thing for me but like it's just like being able to document like no you actually did verbally say this thing during like a business mm -hmm. meeting is so fucking clutch. Ooh, oh, that's so nice. It's just so beautiful. You could actually hold people accountable a lot easier in this format, which is probably why they didn't actually want it before. Hmm. But well, here we are. We've that makes sense. some things. We've for sure lost our ability to interact with other people like real human beings. But you know what? We have gained some technology and I feel like that's a I feel like that's a good thing. I, I just want to cut in real quick and yeah. say shout out to everybody who actually bought stock in Zoom. Honestly, the shit they just the 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 CEO just got like fucking three billion dollars. Listen, <laughs> I I should have fucking thought about that when I like just right. Before, I don't know back in January when you could sort of see that this shit was coming. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, like, I remember, um, wow, shit, it really has been a, you know how long it's been since I've been here last? I had a full entire boyfriend during that entire span of time, and that relationship has come and gone. It has happened and, and ended in the time that it's been since I was last on here with y'all, which is just funny. But during, like, right before that breakup, I remember him being like, uh, I don't know. Have you been hearing about all that shit in China that's happening? I don't know. Worried it could come over here. And I remember sitting there thinking, 
I mean, you're probably fucking right. I don't really, it's probably can and probably will. And honestly, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know what I'll do if when it gets here. And I guess what I decided to do is, well, oh, I did get a tattoo. I actually, this is kind of fun. I mean, you guys will like this one. So I got this uh, for my birthday. This should be pretty familiar. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the red wing symbol. Got that there. Tattooed <laughs> on my arm. Um, mm-hmm. Got it for my birthday. So for my birthday, I got stabbed a whole bunch. That seemed like a good plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know. Um, but that was, uh, I did that like right the the day, the day Massachusetts decided to lock down was the day I like went out and got this. Um, and then never left my house again. <laughs> I've just stayed here for months on end. Uh, uh, it's been rough, but you know, uh, we're surviving. We are surviving and hopefully we shall be thriving. Yeah. If exactly. not now, then soon. Well, go ahead and do your shout outs, JV. Let them know where they can find you at. All right. So I do... Since the last time, I have a new Twitter, um, and my new Twitter account is red black, uh, black spelled B L A Q U E, fancy black, um, because I am a fancy black. Haha. <laughs> anyway, um, that's the dumb. The, I, I keep saying that joke. And it's so stupid, but I'm gonna keep going for it. Red black golden is my uh, my Twitter handle, um, and my shows are at Film Buffs Pod on Twitter and uh, at JV underscore reads. Um, Red, the the last two, the uh, two seasons of Red Wing that did happen are still available. They can be listened to. If you haven't checked it out, feel free to do so. The second season in particular is a fucking doozy and it is still one of my favorite things that I have ever done. So totally check that out. I, I'm still very proud of it, even if I did have to sort of abruptly end it. The 13th episode is very fun and very exciting, um, in particular for that one. Uh, I, oh, I guess some of the places I've been acting, you can hear me on Creepy. Uh, if you are a fan of true crime, I was the voice actor on an episode for Fall Line, um, which is pretty cool. I like that show and a bunch of people apparently recognize me from my regular day life and also apparently from high school, which is crazy. Um, And uh, oh god. Um, Oh yes, I got into actual play a lot during during my time not in audio fiction. Um, So you can hear me as (laughs) Irving Mongoose Jefferson um on a horror borealis 76 uh which is pretty fun um they're an audioverse award oh, audioverse award winning show which is super fun to have been asked to be on it um and to be on it in such a fun and exciting way playing a uh it's set in the 70s it's set in 1976 and i'm playing a playing a little black kid in 1976 which is fun and exciting the era of disco (laughs) which meant i got to re-listen to a lot of disco and man disco is fucking great and yeah it is uh (laughs) disco just made my heart just swell with joy and it got me to remember a thing that 
um, when I was in college that I got to see a whole bunch that is just a fun idea. And I, it, and it ended um, last year, sadly. So it like, no one can see it anymore, but it did happen. And it was really cool at this like nightclub called the Oberon in Cambridge. They would put on this performance every, like every weekend that was called um, the donkey show. It oh, was, yeah. oh yeah, it was an off-Broadway um, disco version uh, performance of A Midsummer Night's Dream, but told yeah. as if it were a musical through disco in a nightclub. It's immersive theater, which is a wild, immersive theater is always wild, but like, there were people lip syncing and it felt like it felt like a drag show that was an actual play simultaneously, which is mm -hmm. just so fun. So I based this entire character in this one thing that I was in off of the experience of going there like five times when I was in college and not remembering a lot of it. So I was drunk as hell when I went, but like, I mean, it was, oh, it was incredible. Disco is good. Listen to some disco to to some disco music. What? Listen to some disco music because disco never died. It simply became electronica, hip hop, and everything else that you actually mm -hmm. love. So, <laughs> which I actually just really appreciate that as a fact. Just disco didn't die. It just transformed into literally just pop music, like just actual pop music for today. Yeah. Everything on the top forty is inspired by disco. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, shout out to the people who are afraid to be wrong, but are still wrong anyway and willing to be corrected. Oh, wait. And... No, you stop. You stop right now, Shantae. You stop. <laughs> I'm not going to let this episode go any further. God damn it. Let me turn on the light. Mm. Oh, there's something coming. I'm very excited uh -oh. for this. Also, I liked where that was going, by the way. You keep that in <laughs> mind. Shantae. Jarman said you had a story about Hulk Hogan. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. So if you are a Hulk Hogan fan, you know that uh, at one point when Earthquake, who was like a giant of a man. Yeah, he was. He was a huge, he was a very tall, very big man. Yeah. Uh, I think he crashed the Brother Love show when Hulk Hogan was on it, or something happened during the Brother Love show. Hulk Hogan is on it, and Earthquake basically fucks Hogan up on the Brother Love show, and he's just yeah. laid out and it's all fucked up and everything and so me i don't really know this is what's going on because i'm in another room and i'm playing with my barbie dolls while jarman is in our parents room watching wrestling so i'm playing with my barbie dolls he bursts into my room you know tears streaming down his face I am like in super protection mode, like, oh my God, what happened? Because of course we're not far away. If he had hurt himself, I would have heard it. So, you know, I'm without any type of frame of reference for why he's crying. And so he 
finally gets it out and he's like, Earthquake crushed Hogan. And at the and at that point, like all of the protection kind of went away. <laughs> Because it was like, okay, this is wrestling. And, you know, at this point, you know, and for me, I'm I'm almost positive that I was in that mode where I knew wrestling wasn't like real, real in the sense that, you know, like I didn't necessarily understand, like obviously as an adult, that these men are possibly injuring themselves. Mm-hmm. But I still kind of understood that it wasn't, as dire as they were making it out to be, that this was dramatic and not like actual death that was mm-hmm. happening. And so, you oh, know, man. he he tells me that it's basically, you know, here's, you know, earthquake has crushed Hogan and I'm basically just like, okay, <laughs> this is not as bad as whatever it is you're making this out to be. So I'm gonna go funny. back to my bar. I'm gonna go back to my Barbie dolls now and Holy shit. <laughs> leave you and leave you to it. But for you know, but he was a little kid, and I totally remember when that happened. When he did get like sat on and everything, and I mean, it he looked dead. So it totally makes sense <laughs> for somebody five or six years old or however old he was to think that his favorite wrestler has been annihilated on television <laughs> right in front of his face kind of thing. so i get it but that that does make me think of this of the story that i told right at the very beginning of this which is i was watching the first star wars movie and i uncovered childhood trauma which was <laughs> In the first Star Wars movie, there's like a scene where there are two dead bodies that are on fire. Mm. It's like clearly fake when you watch it as an adult, but I was four when I saw this and I said, fuck all space movies for the rest (laughs) of time. I will never, except for the fifth element, which like partially took place on Earth, so I was okay with it. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's wild, but... I don't know, I said fuck Star Wars for the rest of time. And honestly, I kind of a little bit stand by that statement. I've seen <laughs> all of them. Like, I've seen all of them, including the prequels. Like, I've watched every single Star Wars movie except for Solo, which is mm. not going to change my mind as to whether or not I like any of it. It is not going to change it. I don't enjoy it. It's not my thing. Mm-hmm. But I also figured out that the reason I was so, like, against it originally was because of like, nope, nope, this kind of story doesn't really give a shit if it shows a dead body on fire, so I'm not really here for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so fucking funny to like remember those things and be like, oh yeah, no, those things do seem very real to us. As kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, I feel better now. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, but but back to the people shout out to the people who are willing to be wrong even if they're afraid to be wrong and they're willing to be corrected i think that is the only way we are going to get through the stuff that we need to get through as far as interacting with one another because you got people motherfuckers got to stop acting like like well like cancel culture like oh, you know like like those kind because it seems like the people who who talk about it are the people who like you you said something and people got mad at you and it sucks and it's not okay you know like the feelings that it created around it is okay but like get back in the fray 
especially when it's about like social justice and stuff because if you're thinking like you can just take your ball and go home that's your privilege like like don't do that like we we need to all be in here you can't just be like well no they got mad at me I can't say anything and it's just like look you said something wrong they're checking you accept being checked and then come back because there's mm-hmm. people who because even the people who don't want to fuck with you because of something that you said there's still going to be other people who are willing to fuck with you in yeah. spite of whatever the thing that you said so focus on those people there's always going to be people who are going to you know who are going to cut you off and that's their right those are boundaries we should remember those types of boundaries we shouldn't just let everybody stay if we don't want them to stay but there's people who are going to continue to fuck with you focus on that mm-hmm. and let's keep going and that's why I say shout out to Jamila Jamil. <laughs> Literally the embodiment of like being called out a whole fucking bunch, but still actually trying, which I appreciate. I feel seen and at the same time I feel shot. Like, <laughs> like what? Like I, I was just I was just eating. Like I had two more days of retirement, Shantae. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, how you just gonna shoot somebody? How, shoot that poison arrow through my head! <laughs> just gonna do me like this, Shantae. Like, how you gonna tell me to just brush? How you gonna how, how how you gonna tell a nigga to just delete all the memes I got saved up for the rest? <laughs> about how the ones who are really with you gonna be with you, and the people who's gonna leave you wanted to leave you a long time ago. Your real friends will walk with you in the darkness, no matter what. My man John P. Keith said that. <laughs> I mean, save them. Shit. Save them and save them for the Finsta. Save them for your Finsta and your alternate Twitter. Like, that's where those go. Oh. Honestly, I did have to make a private Twitter account. And honestly, which is, it's so funny because the name for it is literally like blue, white, silver or something like that, which is like just the exact opposite of like the exact opposite of my action like my actual name and I was like this is where I will shit post that is the only thing I'm mm-hmm. doing here. Mm-hmm. I am being shady and shit posting on this account and of course it is private so no one can find it but that is all that will be occurring there oh man it's very funny and that's very important to have also also know yep. your audience say the things on public twitter that you feel comfortable saying on your public twitter and stand by them because you might have to defend yourself on those ones but you can be a little relaxed and sort of loosey-goosey with the other one. Just sort of say whatever the fuck you want on that one, but only let your closest in a circle see it. Only let yeah. the ones who you know aren't going to be like, uh, the ones who are not going to spread the gossip. See, it comes full circle. <laughs> <laughs> yo, don't share that shit with your gossipy bitches. That's what, with your diseased gossipy bitches. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't believe. <laughs> oh God, the Pope. Jesus God. I'm just saying, the Pope took a look at what was in the Ten Commandments and didn't <laughs> like what he saw. So he grabbed a pencil and he wrote in gossiping. That's the wild thing, too. It's what that's a wild thing that that's one not in the Ten Commandments, you know, like, but I'm sure that's like commandment like 14 or something. Don't double dip. Don't gossip. Don't double dip. Don't gossip. Also, do not steal your husband's sweatshirts, ladies. Ooh. This is a real thing. 
This is my shout out to y'all. This is my shout out. If I'm wearing a sweatshirt and you want the sweatshirt and I buy you a sweatshirt and you don't like that sweatshirt, you're an asshole. I understand the whole thing about wanting to rock my sweatshirt because I like the way you smell. That's fine and dandy, but men only rock hoodies. That's all I got. I don't have a pea coat anymore. It tore. All I have are sweatshirts. And you know what happens when you wear my sweatshirts? My dear, beloved wife, Nisha, this is directly to you. I'm not scared of you anymore. Do you know what happens when you wear my sweatshirts? Here's what happens when you wear my sweatshirts. You take them to work. You take them to your friends' houses. You take them to your mama's house. You take them off, and then you forget it. And now you have an at-work sweatshirt, which is just uh, fine. But you know what I don't have at home? Your at-work sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. That's real. That's real. That's all. I'm, I'm, I'm also good. boob sweat, but I'm not going to get into that. I, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, at this point in my life, we all got that shit. I mean, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not oh, going to get on nobody about that. But, um, <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's a little moist in here. I'm sorry. Um, anyway. This is no, single but... simulcast episode. We said it earlier. Um, episode 370. What? Yeah, episode 370. I changed my mind. Oh, 370. Okay. Thank y'all so much for listening. We really do appreciate you. Uh, it's about to get to the point where y'all are going to have to start checking on your friends. Mm-hmm. Be good. We'll holler at y'all later. Peace. Bye. This is Single Simulcast. Don't know my name, did you say?